T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe, let's start with Chapman, uh, who you know uh, so well. Um as the years have gone on, he has obviously become more of a a guy who's going to throw the slider as much as throw the fastball. Last night, 16 sliders out of the 27 pitches. Um, are you in the change? Have you? Do you think he's a little different pitcher now, Joe? Does he have to use the slider? Can he no longer just be the fastball guy? Or is it on certain days? What about him and the use of the slider? Oh, I think it's important for him. I think it's an outstanding pitch. I mean, we saw in the All-Star, I think all the strikeouts came on sliders. They did, the yeah. 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 Yeah, so I think it's an outstanding pitch. You know, I just think that his 100, 101 is, is not so rare now. I mean, everyone seems to throw 97, 98, 99. So I think he does need something else. I actually would have liked to see him throw it in a couple situations last night that he didn't. And, and he ended up, you know, giving up some runs. I don't think Kiermaier had a chance on it. And I mean, listen, I mean, you got to give you got to give the uh, you know Denoa credit. I mean, he went out and he got a bad slider and he hit it into the into the small part of the ballpark. Yeah, you know, the Yankees got beat by a Yankee home run. Is what yeah. they got beat by a Yankee field home run. So you give Darno credit. He had three. He had two off of Paxton. But I think Chapman's just fine. I think it's just one night and. For me, I, I'm not worried about him at all. You know, Tampa has a habit of reclamating players. You know, I don't know what they do that they do so well, but it seems like they do make a lot of players come from other places and do well when they get there. You know that? Yeah, I think it's a new start. I think it's a new opportunity. You're probably not under a microscope like you are in a lot of places. I think analytically they're very good. So I think they have a chance to, you know, resuscitate players. And Darno. I mean, he's been great for him. I mean, who would have ever thought that he'd be a leadoff hitter? But that's what he's done against left-handers and been really good at it. Not only that, yeah, he beat the Yankees two games already with game-winning home runs. I mean, he beat him after Hicks tied the game last week, two weeks ago, and then he did it again last night. So to have that already, I mean, uh, uh, that's a remarkable turnaround for a guy who was out of baseball, you know? Yeah, I mean, to, to be with his third team, but he's made an impact on that team, and Good for him. I mean, he was a good player for the Mets for a couple of years and went through some injuries and some down times. It seems like he's coming back. A lot of National League teams right now have to come to grips with, are we real or are we fake? Because we're four games out of the wild card, but we're under 500. Uh, how, do they, how do they justify which they are? I, I don't know. Um, I think it really comes down to, you're in it if you're not giving up any of your really good prospects. I, I think it's what it comes down to. It and you know you look at San Francisco; they're only three games out of the wild card now. And right. the interesting thing about San Francisco is they played the Dodgers as well as anybody. So it's Bochy's last year. Do they go for it? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think they have a whole lot to trade away. Um, well, the question is, what do they what do they do with Bumgarner? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the real question. So, 
would I be surprised if they kept him and kind of went for it in Boches last year? No, not at all. But, you know, they still have a lot of teams that jump over there, and they're coming off a hot streak, which got them to four games under five hundred. but it took a lot of hot games to get to here. Yeah, but, again, there's still only three back in the loss column, and if you look, there's 70 games to go. Can they compete with those teams? Probably. Well, they have a good bullpen is the one thing they have. Yeah. They, they, they do yeah. have a good bullpen. Yeah, they have some pieces that are coveted, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do, too. So, uh, but are you saying that if you're mathematically in it, you just stay in it no matter what, even if you don't feel that good about your team? I think you stay in it um, because you never know what can happen. And, and I think, like, I, I really believe for those teams that, you know, like a San Francisco or, I don't know, a San Diego where attendance is important, if you go and sell – I think your attendance is going to be pretty poor for the next two months. Is that what they want? That's the decision they have to make. It will probably make them better for next year, but is it what they want over the next two months? Well, if that's the case, there's really only one team in the National League that's out of it, and that's at the Marlins. You know, even the Mets are only five games out right now. And, And I don't think it's, you know, if the Mets have their rotation in order and they go through the turn twice and they all pitch well, I don't think it's that you know, far fetched for them to go eight and two. I, I really don't. But it's can they get their rotation back together and can they all pitch well? Would you trade for a pitcher if Wheeler comes back and through well before the deadline? Would you would it, could you trade for a pitcher who spent time on the injured list in the middle of July? Yeah, if it's just shoulder fatigue, yes, I could. I would have to take a look at all the medicals, but if that's all it is and there's no tears in there, I could. So even though – so you don't think that is a, a, a disqualifier that he, that he got put on the list yesterday? I just think it's a red flag. I don't think it's a, a complete disqualifier. Okay. But obviously, you know, it's so hard to keep these guys healthy. It's, I, I, would have, I would have trouble trading for a guy who was just, spent, just went on the, on the injured list this last week. But here's the thing. How many guys are available that are really quality starters? Not that many. Not that many. So I think he's still in play then. Do you think the Indians have any trepidation, or is there winning now enough that they think we're still in this and we're clearly in the wild card that they don't trade anybody off? I, you know, I can't believe that they're still in it. I, I, I'm a little bit shocked. I, I give Terry Francona a lot of I mean, of they're 12 games he, over 500. How he's maneuvered that bullpen. Um, because when you look at that bullpen – that's not strikeout guys. You got Brad Hand there, who's a strikeout guy. But after that, it's mix and match. You've had Kluber on the DL. You've had um, Carrasco on the DL. Um, you've had Clevenger on the DL. I, I think I think they stand pat. I do. Unless they were to lose like eight out of the next ten, I think they stand pat because I think they're going to get Kluber back. They could get Carrasco back. They could get Salazar back for the bullpen. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and tried to get a hitter. Interesting. A lot of talk that Minnesota, which we know has has a good farm system, supposedly has a couple of very good kids, uh, are shopping for a pitcher and have been actively shopping for a pitcher that they really want to go for it this year. Um, what do you think about, you know, they've got their, their starters, Joe, are number two in the league in ERA behind Tampa. Their relievers have done a very good job. I mean, they really have. Their bullpen's been pretty good. 
Uh, but they're still shopping for another starting pitcher. What do you think about them going out and trying to, you know, see if they can get a big pitcher? I, I think they need to, and I think they need to get a big arm in the bullpen too. Um, just because, uh, you know, that bullpen against Houston's lineup in a seven-game series, I, I'm not sure that they can get it done. They 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 must, be, but you got to understand what you're competing against. You're competing against a very good bullpen against Houston. And you're competing a very against a very good bullpen with the Yankees. So can you match up with them? I don't think so right now, but I think they could improve their team and add a couple pitchers. Yeah, and they've they I mean they've done a good job. And I tell you, their pitches have been underrated this year. I mean, they've gotten a terrific year out of Oda Rizzi. He's given them a great year. I mean, he really has. Yeah. Uh, even Pineda's been okay. Who goes tonight? He's been okay. Well, Big Mike's going to be really tough on right-handers where he's going to run into troubles with some lefties. Um, is when he, And, you know, he goes through streaks where he gets a little fatigued, but he's always had good stuff. What was the key with him? You know, you dealt with him a lot. What was the key with him? Um, keeping the pine tar off his neck. Um, I thought <laughs> was the key. <laughs> uh, you know, at times his slider would lose its depth, and, and that's when he got in trouble, and he would leave it middle to middle in, and that's when he got in trouble. Um, and his fastball command is very important because he does not have a great changeup. So those two pitches have to be pretty pinpoint. Uh, staying in the same series, we're talking with Joe Girardi, and leaving uh, outside influences aside, Cano in his last six at-bats has two home runs, both long home runs, one a game winner, a double, and two line drive hits, five hits in his last six at-bats and has looked all of a sudden like uh, vintage, vintage Robinson Cano. Uh, can you believe that there's a turnaround in that quick a time? Uh, would you need more than that, or is that enough to show you that this will be a much different second half? I think you need more than that, and I think you know the rest probably really helped him. It probably gave him a chance to reset and, and reevaluate. But with running him out there every day, that, that's going to be my concern at the age of 36. And how does he respond when he gets a little tired? Because he looked like a different guy the last two days when he was out there, boy. He looked like the old Robinson Cano. Well, I mean, the Mets need that. I mean, if the Mets are going to make any kind of run, they need Syndergaard to be Syndergaard. They need Wheeler to get healthy and be Wheeler. And they need Robbie Cano to be Robbie Cano. Yeah, it's still a very long shot for them. I totally agree uh, without any question. A very long shot. You know, Syndergaard's been mentioned in a lot of places. I can't see someone like him being traded in season. Can you? I I don't think so because I think, you know, if if you're the Mets, I think he's part of your future next year. And then you may move him next year if you're in the same spot. But I got to consider him a big part of the rotation next year. So – you know, there's going to be someone very, would have to blow me away. Someone right. would have to blow me away. There's going to be very few. I mean, there's, let's be honest. There's not a lot of top flight pitches that are available right now. No, because I think um, a a lot of them are locked up, or b uh, the whole National League is in it. Right. You know who has some pretty good starting pitching is Miami, but they're young. They got good young, young but they like, traded all those good players to get them. They now have about nine good young arms, but they're they're all babies. Right, so you so you wouldn't move any of them. So I, I don't know where you go because I, I don't see the Mets moving Syndergaard. I see the Mets maybe moving a Wheeler or a Vargas, 
but not a Syndergaard. I could see him moving Vargas for sure, uh, and I, I guess he could help, but he's not a guy who's going to make a difference for you, that's for sure. You know, I mean, he well, might win a couple of games. He might save your bullpen. He might give you six innings of you know, a decent start. I could see that, but he's not going to be a difference maker. I, I see him as helping you get to the playoffs. I don't know how much he would do in the playoffs because I don't know if he would be in their rotation. Yeah, I would say probably might, not, yeah. He might be on a team that's just a, a one and done. Uh, has Washington shown you enough now that they're real? Well, here's here's what I feel about Washington. I feel like Washington, you know, you think about all the teams in the National League, probably need less than most because they don't need starting pitching. They don't really need to add offense because I think their offense is pretty darn good. I mean, could they add one more big bat? Yeah, maybe. They just need to add a couple of relievers. Yes. And um, I, I – you know, I look at their bench. Their bench is outstanding. You know, you have Zimmerman or Kendrick on it. Um, you have two catchers that are know how to play the game. Um, you have Matt Adams, a big bat from the left side. So they don't really need a whole lot of bench players. To me, they need a couple of relievers, and they could be scary. See, they've been good. What I, what, I, what I like about them now is they didn't just have a hot streak. They've been good now for a solid Six weeks, they've been really yeah. good. So they, yeah. ever since they blew that series to the Mets where they got beat in the pen every day, ever since then, they've, they've played well over like 35 games now. They've played well for a long time. You are absent. Since really May 24th, they've taken yeah. off. And they just continue to get better and win series after series. So to me, they're, they're, a, tough, they're a tough matchup in a five-game series. I, I agree. Yeah, that, they're, 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 they're a dangerous team. I agree. They're playing well, and there's not a lot of – other than Atlanta, who I think is legit, and uh, obviously the Dodgers who are in their own class, there's really not a lot in the National League right now. No, and I think the Dodgers will probably look to improve their pen as well, but they always have like nine starters, and four of them go to the bullpen and, and pitch lights right. out. So, uh, you know – you could, I could look to see them add one big arm back down. The there. Dodger team is overwhelmingly good right now. It really is. Yes. It's a, it's an, it's a team. It's hard not to see them in the World Series. It really is. It's, a, I mean, they well, look, they look that good. I don't know if you watched the game last night, but how hard they play. Yep. So refreshing, you know. And and then there was the question mark about you know the Phillies third baseman not running out the ball, and then you see how hard Bellinger's running out the ball. And they just play so hard. They take the extra base. They're having fun. They have power. They, you know, Bellinger has really cut down on the strikeouts. They, they can mix and match. I mean, they're really good. It is. And, and, you know, there's not a lot of pressure. There's no pressure on them in the regular season. There's no, you know, there's no pressure on any of their guys. in the you know, Like, there's no pressure on a Kershaw in the regular season. No. I mean, you know, Kershaw can just coast right through in this year like last night. I mean, Kershaw, you know, pitches six innings, get another win, you know, have another laugher. He's 8-2 and two this year. He's had a, you know, a, you know, he can kind of have a very easy win 11, 12, 13 games, go 13-3 and three or whatever and get ready for the postseason. But it's not, not a lot of pressure on his arm or anything the rest of the way, you know. No, they have like a 14-game lead. And, yep. and the great thing about it is they can, they can skip every one of their starters a turn and give them a break. And, and that is so important in the month of October. And they could actually do it twice. That's how deep this team is. So they're, they're in a great position. Um, but here's the thing about the Dodgers. There's a lot of pressure on them to win a World Series. No question. Because they've no been question. there the last two years and haven't gotten it done. They've 
lost in seven and they lost. But you know how hard that is, Joe. You know that comes down to things that you can't predict. You know that. It comes down to the bounce of the ball. It comes down to an injury you didn't expect. You know how hard it is to win. You you know, you've done it. You know how hard it is to win a World Series. It's it's very, very difficult, but I still think that at some point they're going to feel that pressure. Oh, I agree. I think they're right there. I think there's pressure on the Yankees this year to win a World Series. Yes. I think those two teams have the, the, the most pressure, and I and if I was to pick the two teams that are going to be there, I would pick those two. Absolutely, and you know it's you know it comes down to the little things. I mean, how think about the things the year you won, the things that had to happen. Think about the home run Arod hit against Minnesota in that series in the first yeah. series. I mean, that turned the series around. I mean, the, you you got to get that big hit in those postseason games. You know, you know, you, there comes a moment where you got to come through. Yes, we got the break against Baltimore in 96. Yep. I mean, there's just a lot of – A-Rod hit a big homer against Philly. I mean, yep. there's just a lot of things that, that have to happen. But I still think that you get there three years in a row, you do not want to become the Buffalo Bills. That's true. I tell you, but one thing about them this year is their offense is scary. It's hard to pitch to that team. It really is. And they're extremely athletic. That's the other thing that's really impressive when I watch their offense. They're extremely athletic. Are you more worried about which team are you more worried about right now as far as their ability to stay in this thing? Philadelphia, St. Louis, Milwaukee. Which one of the three are you most worried about? Um, Philadelphia, I think. Um, I, I just don't like the direction they've been going. Uh, their starting pitching has been extremely inconsistent. Their bullpen, they have got some pieces back, but they're still missing some huge pieces down there. Is David Robertson going to come back this year? He's not going as fast as they all hoped. Um, And I'm not crazy about that offense. I think we all thought that offense would hit more home runs. It has not. Um, And I think they miss McCutcheon. So I think I'm probably most worried about them. What I think is going to be a great race, I think a great race, is the four-team Wild card race, Tampa, Boston, Cleveland, and Oakland. They're all separated by nothing right now. I mean, yeah. and, you, and we know how good the Red Sox are. We know, obviously, Tampa, Cleveland, and Oakland's been playing great. Those four teams, now it might change ten times, but right now, two in, two out, which two do you like in? Um, wow, I'm going to go... Tampa, number one, and then, I don't know, I would flip a coin between Boston and, and Oakland, probably Boston. I think Kashner is going to help, and if they get Evo in the bullpen as their closer, I think that will help a lot. How hard will Boston go? Do you think, despite last year's success, you think Boston will go very hard for that wild card? Oh, absolutely. I think they're going to do everything that they can to get in that wild card. But I'm not so sure from a financial standpoint how much more they can do. That's, but I think from a playing standpoint, they're going to do everything they can and be as creative. I mean, they just, they just released Nunez. I mean, they're doing things that they have to do to put them in a situation they feel to win. And I think Kashner was a, was a, was a good pickup. I mean, he was 9-3 and three on Baltimore. Which is impossible. I mean, on a team that wins 29% of its games, I mean, that's unbelievable. It really is. He had one-third of their wins. 
That's amazing when you think about it. I mean, they won 28 yeah. games, and he's won nine of them. That is unbelievable. I mean, that's an incredible – that's like Steve Colton with the old Phillies. I mean, that's an incredible performance. Yeah. So And, and he's got an ERA under four. And, and, you know, in the American League, that's really pretty good. So, I, you know, I still think the Red Sox are going to be in it. I do. I think, you know why? Their lineup is so good, top to bottom, that if that bullpen clicks at all, they're going to be very tough to beat. Yeah, and, I, and the, the problem is the two teams at the top are so good, and the Yankees have handled them so well. That's my concern. But I agree. And, and with Oakland, when you look at Oakland, Trinan has had a, a tough year. And Trevino has had a tough year, and that's really what got them, a lot of them, to the playoffs last year. And if those guys continue to struggle, I don't see them making it. If I told you uh, on June 11th that between now and today, the guy with the most homers in the major leagues would be Donaldson, what would you say? Um, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. The most home runs in baseball between – uh, June 11th and July 15th, 16th, has been Donaldson. But here's the thing about Donaldson I feel that has happened. I, I think that basically what happened was he got to play in every day again and found his, his swing and his mojo. His last two years have been interrupted terribly with injuries, and, and this guy's not that old that he can't do it. I think it helps that he got off the turf, and I think it helps that he's with a really good team again, and I think that's when he's at his best. I mean, really, he's had a remarkable turnaround. You know that? He really has. I mean, he's been on fire. He's had, he's got 21 home runs now, and he has hit, in his last 28 games, Joe, he's hit 13 home runs. Yeah, and I think he'll stay hot there. I think that what you have to be careful there is that you don't play him too much right down the stretch here, that you give him some scheduled days off so he doesn't pull a calf or something like that. Interesting, you know, because yeah, right now we're dealing with uh, with the injury of the trout. We don't know about yet. We know we're waiting on that too, you know. Yeah, I mean, they talked about it being a day or two, but I mean that that's concerning. I mean, you know, it's too bad that you couldn't put Shohei out in the field and you could just DH him because that would probably help. No question. So, uh, interestingly, um, we see the Twins tonight. Mets see the Twins. You were on the Twins all year. Are the Twins, in your mind, they've had a great year. They hit a ton of home runs. Their defensive pitching stats are very good. Um, do you get enough to compete with the Yankees and the Astros, or are they still, in your mind, a cut below the two teams? No, I think they have enough because, like, if I'm competing against the Yankees and the Astros, what do I want? I want right-handers. And they got two really good right-handers at the top, Barrios and Ordorizzi. So I think they can compete. And they hit a lot of home runs. Oh, yeah. They're going to score runs, and, and their defense. I mean, Buxton's going to run everything down in the outfield, and their defense is good. So, And they have some veteran presence in the middle of that order that I think really helps. And their manager's done a nice job. He really has. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, yeah, so he's handled I, the bullpen I, I, well. He's done a nice job. Would I, would I predict them to, to beat a Houston or uh, the Yankees? No, but here's my concern about Houston. I'm a little concerned about Verlander. You know, I think that he could use a little blow, a 10-day blow, or pitch him every sixth day for a while because his last two months haven't been great. And, you know, he's no spring chicken. And I, don't, I, I think it would help him to miss a start because his starts lately,
we have not been good, and I did one about two weeks, couldn't find his slider. His fastball was only 92-93. He just didn't look like the same guy. How about, you know, Herman, you got it. That, that, that rest was probably good for him, you know? What? Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect. And I think he'll roll the rest of the year. And, and I would still watch his innings a little He's bit. He's 82. What would you like? 120, 130? Is that about right? Yeah. Yeah, 130, 140. I, I think that, you know, because you want him to be a factor in the postseason. Um, but I think, you know, I think the rest was perfect for him. Yeah, he's come back. He looked good again now. You know, it looked like he had, he was you know getting a little tired or whatever. And now he look he, he looked good coming back now. You know, and he's had a heck of a year when you think about it. He's really had an oh. amazing. It's eleven and two. I mean, guy's had an incredible season. And, and you you know, I mean, he is not a big strong kid. He's very thin, so you know he's he's got that really whippy arm. But I mean, he's been he's been a blessing for the Yankees. And you think that it was like five or six years ago that, you know, the Yankees traded for him and he went through some injuries, but gosh, is he good now? No, he's been terrific. No question. All right, Joe, thanks. We'll talk next week. Appreciate it. Have a great night, Mike. Thank you. Joe Girardi back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.